0: Hi and welcome to the Mike Cain Cast. I'm here with Sean Martins, a wrestler out of Alberta, Canada. How are you, Sean?
1: I'm great, Mike. How are yourself?
0: Oh, I'm doing wonderful. Sean, how long have you been in wrestling?
1: Oh, Mike, I've been wrestling for probably about 15 years now. Oh my God. Uh, I'm off and on there, but I had my first match in 2003 with Real Canadian Wrestling. And uh, I'm still going strong with them today, and I am a featured performer for Canadians Wrestling Elite. Oh man!
0: Now, how did you get started as a fan? What what interested you? What drew you in?
1: Oh, as a fan, uh, I I was drawn in as a fan by uh, my uncle. Actually, was a huge wrestling fan, and I can remember being two years old and watching uh, King Kong Bundy and Hulk Hogan on television. And it was just something that captivated me, and I've never been able to wane from that, actually. Um, Every year, something else just pulls me in tighter and tighter.
0: Now, was the Stampede territory still active when you were young, or? Uh,
1: I I believe it was. Um, I'm one of the rare ones that I didn't really experience Stampede too much as a child. But uh, I know that it was very active when I was a child. So it was here.
0: Ah, gotcha. Okay. So you start with Hulk Hogan, King Kong Bundy, that WrestleMania Two era. Okay. Yeah. Oh, man. Now, was it the larger-than-life personalities that drew you? Was it the action? What really really stood out and and sort of
1: made it yours? I I think it was – I've always been a superhero guy, too. So I think it's the larger-than-life personalities that really drew me in, more so than the action itself. And just the art of professional wrestling has just been something that's grown inside of me since that but it was definitely like the superhero like culture of it i would say
0: and now how did you make a transition from a fan to a wrestler uh how did you start first of all how did you decide that you could do it and then second of all how did you start training
1: oh man uh i always knew that i could do it um it's always been something ever since that first moment that i've always said that's what i'm gonna do so my entire life has been a series of events based on accomplishing that goal of that's what I'm going to do. Whether it be drama classes at school, whether it be taking amateur wrestling, whether it be coming up black belt in judo, all those kind of things all built towards the goal of being a professional wrestler. And I guess we can go
0: through them kind of one by one. Uh, they, they, they probably seem obvious superficially, but I'm sure there's details there. How did judo help you as a professional wrestler?
1: Oh, man, like, a lot of people don't even realize this, but, like, judo is the base form of professional wrestling. Uh, Probably about 80% of all of the pro wrestling moves are actually derived from different judo throws. Um, It was uh, actually at an amateur wrestling tournament, and I met Owen Hart, and I can remember asking Owen, hey, hey, what should I do? I want to be a professional wrestler. Where can I get started? What can the steps that I can take? And He told me to go and... Pursue judo. Oh wow. A lot of the falls and the bumps, they're all exactly the same. A lot of the throws are the same. The discipline. It, it's it's uncanny how parallel the two worlds are. How old were you when you start taking judo? Uh, I was probably about 10 years old when I started judo. Oh man. And do you
0: still practice that today?
1: I don't have time to practice it today. Um, some things have had to get chopped off but as of like two years ago I was and I was actively competing oh that's great uh now you were also in drama you said and yeah I took drama classes um and drama production classes so it really helps even within the world of professional wrestling and independent professional wrestling especially where you need to have somebody that understands lighting and sound and stage direction and things like that
0: oh man now, where did, you start, where did you start your formal professional wrestling training?
1: Okay, um, my formal professional wrestling training, uh, I started that in Calgary with uh, the fake Rays of the Ramon, uh, Rick Bogner. Uh, oh, wow. I started, yeah, I started that back in 2001, 2002, as like a 15, 16-year-old kid. And then uh, I broke in with RCW, wrestled for a few years, had a bad injury, took some time off, and then I came back. And I, I trained again formally with uh, Phil Fawn and uh, massive damage of Monster Pro Wrestling. And on top of that, I've done so many numerous seminars with so many different legends of the sport that uh, there's a whole lot of different knowledge flowing through me at this point. Yeah. What are some of the goals that you've achieved this, thus far? Oh, that's a that's a really hard question to answer, Mike. Because like I, even, I if, even things- if
0: it's just personal stuff,
1: right? Right, but I, like I look at things, and in my mind, I haven't accomplished anything. But I, I'm sure if I were to really break it down, I've actually accomplished quite a bit. Um, I, I believe in setting micro goals. So whether that be you saying, "Hey, I want to accomplish getting the uh, respect of the promoter and the boys and becoming a local champion," whether that be, "Hey, I want to break into a new territory." Um, I've been able to do all those things. I've been able to cross over from Canada into the United States, which is actually a very hard task to do. Um, I've traveled and worked and wrestled across the country, which is again, is a harder thing to do. Um, You don't find towns within like any less than a 13 hour drive up here. So it's a lot of miles in the car and a lot of uh, determination.
0: What are some of the big differences between wrestling in Canada and the United
1: States? Um, I would say some of the big differences are definitely the travel. Like you hear a lot of the guys in the United States complain about the drives. And then you find out that their drives that they're complaining about are three hours. And you think about, well, when I go to do TV tapings for Canadians, wrestling's elite, I'm doing a 15 hour drive from Edmonton to Winnipeg and then driving back. So like your three-hour drive is really nothing at all. Um, and, and that's just the commonplace. This country is so vast and spread out that any between any market, it's going to be huge drives. You think about the Northeast area, for example, of the United States, and you can't drive more than an hour without finding another major market, another major that's town. Right. So you could put a loop together and hit six different markets and have the total drive be seven hours of driving for the entire weekend. Where we do, if we're doing a show, like for example, last week, we just did a tour of Saskatchewan and there wasn't a shot where there was anything less than a four and a half hour drive in between the towns. Oh, wow. So it took me 10 hours to get to the first town. And then for four towns, it was four and a half hours in between each town and then 14 hours back. And that's what? a short tour for me. Oh my God. If that's that, that, yeah. As,
0: as an, as an American that, yeah. It, uh, yeah. You guys are, you guys are built different when it comes to that. That's, that's incredible, man. I, wow. I admire that. Uh, who are some of the Canadian talent that are getting overlooked in the United States? We know there's so much great Canadian talent that we've seen over the years. Who are some of the, who are some of the guys that you see as peers who, who really deserve a look here besides yourself? Obviously, because obviously
1: yeah, you do. Yourself, obviously. Yeah. Oh my, there, there's so many. And like, you, you see can, a lists of Canadian talent not to sleep on, and it's really, that those guys are just Ontario guys. Anybody from Western Canada, like, there's such a rich hotbed of talent here. Guys like myself, Danny Duggan, AJ Sanchez, Cheetah Bear Jude Dawkins, heavy metal, Michael Richard Blaze, Michael Allen Richard Clark, Sean Moore, there's so many that I don't want to miss anybody by putting right. up too many names. Sure. But, like, Anything from Ontario West, nobody knows anything about the scene. And it's actually a hotbed of quality professional wrestling. Do you feel
0: like that's something that the internet distribution can help with? So your fight TVs and your internet wrestling TVs and things like that. Do you think that's going to be a help in the future to get the
1: word out about those talents? I believe that it could be a help to help get uh, in the future. Um, the problem with that is definitely having promoters that are willing to pay those licensing fees and get that content out and then finding production companies that are able to put together quality productions in order to get that out. So while that is a very valuable tool and it could very be very viable, it comes down to the individual promoters putting that together. When you come to the United States, where do you like working the most? You don't have to, you, you can name
0: one or a few because I know you don't want to make anybody mad. But are there any places that stand out?
1: I, I really enjoy the Midwest. Um, there's a lot of great people throughout all of the Midwest. Uh, the Pacific scene is great as well. Um, I'd like to make it out more towards the Northeast once these restrictions ever lapse. Yeah. We can get it across the border. But yeah, I, I would say definitely the Midwest scene is kind of where I've made my United States home.
0: So you feel you feel comfortable in Ohio, Michigan, Indiana, those kind of places. Yeah.
1: The, the, the Dakotas, uh, yeah. Minneapolis. Oh, wow. OK, that's great. And
0: stylistically, how, how have you evolved over the years? What how what have you changed? What have you added? Because you mentioned, obviously, the judo base. Uh, what other elements have you brought to
1: bear? Um, I would say that if I were to say how I've evolved, it's definitely more in the character side of things like definitely in the the heel work and in just the different theatrics um there's definitely a difference between arena wrestling and local intimate wrestling and even a difference between like major independent wrestling and what you would see more territorial wrestling up here um western canada is still very much so stuck in the days of stampede wrestling and uh just the over the top characters and the gritty style and not so much in all of the flips and stuff that you would see more in the American independent scene.
0: And it's funny as an American, I actually kind of admire that from a distance, you know, I, I, because I think, I think in America, we've, we've kind of, we've kind of, we've kind of overdone a lot of, a lot of the, the, the super athleticism and the flips. Um, That's not to say they're not amazing when they're done properly. It's just to, it's just to say that right now right now they' I think the, I think the fans are the fan the fans can become desensitized to it and I think there's a lot of room for really good technical wrestling here so so no it's I'm glad to hear I'm glad to hear that's happening there Uh where would you like to work what are your
1: aspirations going forward I like to work everywhere like um. Yeah my my biggest goal right now is trying to get my foot into Japan. I'd, I'd love to do tour of Japan even if it's only like a one month tour. Even if it's only a one week tour, I just really need to get myself to Japan somehow.
0: Yeah. Okay. I just I just as a point of reference, I lived in Akita up north for about three or four months. And if you ever get a chance to just go through Tohoku in that northern part of Honshu, it's especially during the the cherry blossom seasons, it's it's something else, man. It really is. It really is a beautiful place. And Tokyo is uh, Tokyo is it, it, it's like eight. It's like Toronto 8X or New York 6X. It's uh, it's a wholly different. It's a wholly different experience. It's really it really is something I really do hope you get to go. That would be that would be that would be, that'd be amazing for you.
1: We'll see what this world looks like.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, so so how so how long do you see yourself wrestling? Do you see yourself going into your 40s,
1: 50s, 60s? Oh, Mike. Um, I, I'm very realistic and realize that the body's not going to hold up forever. However, I can't ever foresee a day where I'm not involved in this business in one form or another. Um, I'm going to be one of those guys, I think, that once my body can't physically go anymore, I'm going to try to transition and find something else to do within the business. Yeah. But I can't imagine not wrestling, so... I'm hoping into my sixties, I guess is what I'd say now, but yeah,
0: I asked that question because the passion is so obvious that it was that it's like, okay, this is, guy, this is a guy who's already made the sacrifice, who's clearly dedicated himself and still has the same fire that he did 15 years ago when he started.
1: So I think my fire's stronger. Yeah. So
0: that's great to hear, man. And also, again, if you have the other production elements if you have the other experience then if that bodes for a really great long career for you uh where what are some of your upcoming what are some of your upcoming dates
1: uh, my upcoming dates um canadians wrestling elite is going to be uh going on tour here soon uh what is it, the second week of october i believe we're back in uh, saskatchewan third week of october we'll be going through alberta um. Check cwecanada.ca for dates. Uh, Real Canadian wrestling always running every Friday, Saturday, Edmonton and Calgary, with vaccination passports. No, of course, but. And where can people find you on social media? Oh, I can be found uh, on Instagram at headline martins, uh, Facebook at headline martins, Twitter at Sean martins, and. Uh, Yeah, those are the big three. Those are the three that I use, so. All right. Sean, thank you for appearing on the podcast. Oh, thank you, Mike.